money has a loud voice. Did you learn anything new about the lone, the uh, masked man that calls himself the Lone Ranger? I guess there's pretty good evidence that he's no imposter, isn't there? Oh, so you heard where Gardner got his cash. Yes, I uh, knew about it. I asked a question. I know the Lone Ranger's moved his camp. I found that out. The hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories, featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Now to continue our story. Ten minutes have elapsed since the light in the rear room Farrell Jim's was shot out and Beasley's money taken from the table. Men who came to inquire about the noise and shooting were sent away. Another lamp was lighted and Beasley spoke to the man across the table. That page is a 300. It was on the table. It's your cash that was stolen. Oh, what about it? You promised to tell me where the Lone Ranger's camp was. Not much use now. What we said here was probably overheard. Camp will be moved. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that's right. Well, where was it? Half a mile south of town in the woods at the bend in Durham Creek. Yeah, I suppose it's just as you said. He'll move the camp now. You needn't complain. You're out just $300. I'd have had more than that if you'd captured the man you want. You uh, can still get that reward. Maybe I'll try for it. I'd like to meet that Indian that was here. Several days later, Beasley heard that Vern Gardner had men working at his mine. Heading there, he met Potter on the way. Keep going, Beasley. Go and see something that'll make you downright ailing. Is it true that Gardner's got men working at his tunnel? You're doggone right, it's true. None of the men you've got scared half to death loaned him the cash either. How'd he get the money to go on with the job? It was left with him. Three hundred dollars. Left mysterious in the night with a silver bullet alongside it to show who it was from. The Lone Ranger. <laughs> Hey, look yonder. There's poor old Vern's place. He's got the dirt a-flying now. 
He'll hit the pay dirt any day. Uh, and now he wouldn't sell you at any price. I don't know why you're laughing, Potter. Your own mind is caked in. I'll get it reopened. And there's another thing, Beasley. I know who's to blame for it being blown up. Oh, you do, huh? Yeah, so do you, you scheming crook. You hadn't better make any charges you can't prove, Potter. When I make charges, I'll prove them, and don't forget that. Hey, Vern! Hi there, Potter! Come and see how much television progression. Mr. Beasley is interested now. Well, uh, you couldn't buy half a foot of this land now, Beasley. Almost any day I'm going to hit the pay dirt. I haven't made any offer to buy your land. I'm just telling you to save you the trouble, that's all. Just wait till I hit pay dirt. You won't scare me from lending money to the men that need it. You weren't talking so loud a few days ago. <laughs> $300 won't last. It'll last long enough. You wait and see. Now, get off my property. Come on, Potter. Look it over. Yeah, I'd like to see it, Vern. There's not a man around here that's more deserving of a little good luck than you are. I'll show you the tunnel and the samples that make me sure we're almost to pay dirt. Then we'll go to the house and I'll show you a silver bullet. Uh, gotta do something about that mine. Gotta do something in a hurry. Can't take chances either. Beasley turned his back on Gardner's tunnel and headed back for the center of town. While he walked, his mind ran over various ways to stop the work. He was so absorbed in thoughts that he didn't notice the man on the path ahead until he was quite close. Oh, oh, oh you again, huh? So you looked over the Gardner job? Yes. You uh, need work done there? Huh? I haven't got the last money you gave me. I still need cash. Oh. What do you know about uh, tunnels? Enough. Yes? I also know how to use blasting powder. Uh, what are you getting at? I don't think you'd find it easy to get someone to blast another tunnel for you. Why do you say that? The men have been pretty mad since Potter's explosion. I didn't have anything to do with that. That's the point, Beasley. If you had done it yourself, you'd have no problem. You could do <laughs> the same to Gardner. But when it comes to hiring a job done... A different matter. You don't, uh, you don't seem to care what you do for cash, do you? Money has a loud voice. Did you learn anything new about the lone, the, uh, masked man that calls himself the Lone Ranger? I guess there's pretty good evidence that he's no imposter, isn't there? Oh, so you heard where Gardner got his cash. Yes, I, uh, knew about it. I asked a question. I know the Lone Ranger's moved his camp. I found that out. Do you know where the new camp is? I want more cash than you'd pay for that information. I'll do better than 300 Not interested, Beasley. 500 No. The job I'm after is one that's worth a lot more. If you can get the Gardner property for nothing, you'd get something pretty nice now, uh, wouldn't you? Well? That mine should be worth millions. It's a mighty lot of money. What's it worth to you to have a blast there? One that, uh... One that would fill up the tunnels. At least it would fill the mouth of the tunnel. Guaranteed? Oh, you needn't pay if you're satisfied with the work. You come to my room. Maybe we can talk business. In the darkness of night, the Lone Ranger and Tonto worked with feverish haste, digging holes and packing them with blasting powder. No mistake in this, Tonto. We may do Vern Gardner more harm than good. That's right. Now tamp this powder down. I've got the fuses in. Uh, when you... When you get cash from Beasley... Tonight, as soon as he's satisfied that the job is done the way he wants it. Oh, that good. 
We take big risk other time when you yell for silver out a window. Beasley would have been surprised to know that the man with him was the same one he thought he heard outside. <laughs> there, that'll do. I'm going to meet him near that pile of rocks. Uh, you got all of the plan made? Yes. Uh, if not like first plan. Why not, Tonto? What's the matter with our idea? Oh, there are plenty of risk. There's always risk, Tonto. Risk in everything worthwhile. The men who work these mines risk their lives and the lives of their families to get a foothold in these hills. That's right, but Tonto's still not like plan. I don't know of any other way to work things out. After all, we still have guns to fight our way clear, and scout and silver to carry us. Uh, Let's get to work now and finish getting the powder placed. Uh, Got a lot of work before midnight. Uh, <laughs> Hard walking at night. Horses would make a lot of noise, Beasley. Yeah, who'd hear it? Here is houses, burned gardeners, and it's a long way from his tunnel. There might be men there than we think. It's best to go on foot. You'll realize that uh, later on. Yeah. Oh, are you sure you've got enough powder in place? Yes, I'll take care of my end of the job. Just be sure about the money. Here we are. Here? Right. This pile of rocks will protect you when the blast goes off. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good thing people around here know that uh, know that I don't know how to use blasting powder, or I'd be blamed for this. Oh, you'll be blamed anyway. But as long as there's no proof against you, what do you care? Oh, I don't. You got the cash with you, haven't you, Beasley? Of course. Moon's coming up now. You can see the entrance to the tunnel. Well, go on, go on. Get this over with. I don't want to see the entrance. I want it closed with tons of ore. You wait right here, then. I'll go and light the fuse. hurried to the tunnel and disappeared inside. He whispered tensely to Tonto. One minute, Tonto. Just let me get my old clothes on. It's good to get out of these old ones. Oh, uh, use ready to light. Just a second there. Uh, here, here, mask. Good. Now, oh, he's strapped gun belt in place. All right. I see a thing. Here, You have the old clothes? Uh, me take them away. Put them in the saddlebag. You'll take care of the horses, won't you? Uh, that right. Yeah, you can light those fuses, Kimosabe. I'll circle the rocks and speak to Beasley from behind his back. I assume he didn't see me in these clothes until he's handed over the cash. A match flamed against the fuse. There were sparks and a fast sputtering as Tonto slipped quickly away. The Indian paused outside the tunnel, lighted a second fuse, and disappeared. A moment later, an ear-splitting blast rocked the earth. Beasley, are you satisfied? I sure am. <laughs> Gardner won't move that dirt for some time. Well, that's a better job than was done on Porter's tunnel. Stay off then. I've got the cash right here. You did a first-class job. Glad to pay you. I should. I have changed my clothes since the last time you saw me, Beasley. Mast, you the Lone Ranger? Why you? Take it easy. The Lone Ranger. You hear that? Come on, boys. Hey, what's this? We got you, Beasley. We got you dead to rights. Gardner, Porter, coming here. It's all going right. Where? Are... Right behind those rocks. Heard every word I was saying. Double cross. You tricked me. That's right, Beasley. You've been tricked. The thousand dollars you paid will go a long way toward repairing the damage to Gardner's tunnel. We've well, got proof in your own statements, Beasley, that you're responsible for the blowing up of my tunnel, too. But wait, and I... you and your firm will have to make that good. He's right, Beasley. These men have evidence enough to jail you for life if they want to use it. They might dismiss their charges if you make good your damage. No, wait, wait, man. Wait. Listen to me. It was this man, the Lone Ranger. That is, he calls himself the Lone Ranger. He blew up Gardner's tunnel. You hired him to do it. That's all we need to know. You 
you said he wasn't really the Lone Ranger. Why, you and Ricardo... No, 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 wait, boys. Let me talk. Don't be too hard with me. I I acted under orders. I'll do what I can to make good the damage. I, I'll pay. It's the truest thing you ever said, Beasley. You finally got the men riled up enough to stand against you and all your power. Your power smashed to smithereens, Beasley. And if you aren't convinced of that, we'll jail you, try you, and maybe hang you. There's one thing more. You... What about the reward? What? $10,000 for my capture. The Drexel Company is to pay that, isn't it? Oh, now, don't you... Here I am, Beasley, just as described on your handbills. Gardner, Potter, and their friends are turning me over to you, and they claim the reward. And now there's a limit to everything. That's right. I'm willing to open the mines. I'll, I'll repair the damage I'm charged with doing. I'll do that. And it's my cash that started Gardner back to work on his property. Oh, no, Beasley. That was my cash, remember? You gave it to me for information about the Lone Ranger's camp. So the money was paid me for firing a blast at Gardner's tunnel. You haven't spent any of your own cash at Drexel. I'll reopen the tunnel. And you'll pay the reward. You'll pay. We'll take it out of your hide. Ten thousand dollars to wake up. You win. Bring up the horses, Tonto. Ah, he comes. Well, Beasley, I'm your prisoner because you're paying the reward for my capture. Now, uh, what are you going to do with me? Do? With you? Yes. Are you going to order me jail? Well, I... I, 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 It's different than you figured, isn't it? You didn't count on having me alive. Horse ready, Kimusami. Wait, Tonto. Beasley is deciding what he's going to do with a prisoner that's cost him $10,000. Hurry up, Beasley. Make up your mind so we can go to your office and get our cash. Uh, I'll pay the reward, but... But, men, put down your guns. I'll, I'll drop any any charges against this masked man. Please, please, mister, go away. Go away before you think of something else. Ready, Silver. Ready, Tonto? Uh, you ready. I hear any more bad reports about you, Beasley. I'll be back. And you won't need handbills to bring me. Come on, Tonto. Get him up, scouts. Silver! Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. But strength can be weakness, Rita. What do you mean? Whenever anyone needs help, he's always ready to give in. Well, that's dangerous. When you help the wrong people, you're apt to get in trouble. He doesn't do that. He might if we played our cards right. You got an idea? I think so. The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network. A group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.